So I've talked many times on this podcast about CRT, the curriculum choices of school boards and woke books found in libraries across the entire nation. Many of you have asked about alternative library choices, and if you've never heard of the Tuttle Twins, you are in for a treat. The current political and economic climate is coming to a critical tipping point, and socialism's popularity is on the rise. And so educating our kids about freedom is more important today than it's ever been. For more information about the Tuttle Twins and to take advantage of special discounted offers, go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Tuttle Twins. Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys have found me at my little corner of the internet. Today is Thursday, January 27th. And as we move out now of the month of January and into February, a lot of things happening in the culture. And we're hearing more and more about what's happening in our schools, what's happening with our children, particularly as it relates to Uh, education and even into sex trafficking, which we're going to be talking about a little bit on this episode today. Today, I have a guest on the show with me and you guys are going to be so blessed. Uh, My friend, Tony Stockton is here. She is a mama on a mission and we're going to find out a little bit more about how she got off the bench and onto the battlefield. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, you guys, so before we get going today, you know the drill. Uh, I love to hear from you. If you have a question you want or a topic you'd like to see addressed, uh, you can reach out to me at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. Let us know what's on your heart and uh, what's on your mind. We want to be talking about things that are relevant to you. And I love to get stories of you guys getting off the bench and onto the battlefield. And every once in a while, I open up uh, that page or a staff member will send me a story that just really touches my heart. And Tony is one of those women. I was very encouraged to hear about how God had moved on her heart. You guys, the battle that we're in is spiritual. The issues that we're facing in our government right now are moral at their root. They are spiritual issues. We are a nation and indeed a world under judgment right now. And by and large, we have ceded the territory. We ceded our government to uh, people who do not claim the name of Jesus. And as uh, I was praying this morning with my family, just over what's happening in my run for Congress, we were like, Lord, let your name ring out from the halls of the United States Congress. Let your name ring out from the White House. Let the praises of the living God ring out from our schools and our universities again. And God is moving on the hearts of his people. And I'm just thrilled today to have uh, Tony on the show with me. Tony is the uh, founder of Rise Up for the Children. It's an organization that was really birthed out of a heavy, heavy burden in Tony's heart uh, concerning the moral decline in our society and what is can only be described as an outright attack sexually on our children. Uh, I've heard Tony's mission and her heart and I've invited her to come on the show and I'm just so glad that she's here. Tony Stockton, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Miss Heidi. What an honor. What an honor. I just, <laughs> girl, I've looked up for you for so many years and uh, thank you for letting me come on and, and share my story. You're very welcome. The honor is mine. I just love it when uh, I watch other people getting off the bench and onto the battlefield. Last week, I kind of vented a little bit on the show because I keep hearing from people who are saying, hey, I'm going to move out of the area. 
I just can't take what's going on. We're going to take our family and go, you know, live in a cabin in the woods. Mm -hmm. And uh, this requires all of us. You know, God didn't put us on this earth to sit and soak in sour. There is a battle that is being waged. You have decided Mm -hmm. to engage uh, in the front lines of this battle, uh, uh, particularly as it relates to the assault of our children in body, mind, and spirit. Tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit about your family before we jump into where God has called you. Yeah. So Heidi, my husband, and I, we've been married for 20 years. We have four children, three boys and a girl, and I am a homeschooler. And uh, that's why I started following you just for encouragement. And we've always lived a very quiet life. As a matter of fact, before June of 2019, I was never on social media. So mm. you can just imagine my friends uh, when they saw me come out, because I came out um, just blaring June 2019 and, uh, but you know, what, what happened through listening to you, um, listening to Elizabeth Johnston, um, and then some other, you know, leaders that I follow, you never think it's going to happen in your community. Right. You, you know, and we, we actually live in a very, very quaint, very conservative, precious community, uh, uh, north of Nashville. And Heidi, I had heard about the drag queen story hour and I thought, yep. Surely that's a joke, right? And 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 also too, I mean, that would never happen in, in my little town. Well, I was encouraged by a good friend of mine to call my local library. The first library, they said they'd never heard of it, absolutely not. And I said, see, that would never happen here, guys. Well, then my library, which is like a mile down the road, and that we frequently take our family to, I called them Heidi, and to my surprise, I was I was I was in shock for a couple of days. Uh, when I asked her about the Drag Queen Story Hour, um, her demeanor completely changed on the phone. She said that if I had any further questions, I could contact their lawyer. Oh, my goodness. And Heidi, you know, there was really no reason for that conversation to escalate to that. I just simply called and asked a question. And so I came home with just a heavy burden. Um, my so was husband, it already there? So you called. I, well, I want to kind of flesh this out a little bit because there's yeah. a lot of people listening to this and they have thought. I wonder if I should call my library. What did right. you do? You just called and said, hey, I'm just curious. Are you guys you know, going to bring I, this in? What was your... You know what? I'm a pretty sanguine personality, so I can pretty much get along with anybody. And I just called and I said, hey, guys, hey, I've got a quick question for you. Uh, I'm sure this is not happening here, but have you ever heard of the Drag Queen Story Hour? And it, I mean, that would never come to our library, right? right. And like I said, her, her demeanor, everything changed over the phone. Mm-hmm. And um, she, again, the conversation should have never escalated to that, but she said that I could call their lawyer. I tried to have a conversation with her and she wouldn't go there. So I knew right then and there that it was being entertained. And it was, we we actually confirmed that. And so uh, that's how my organization was birthed. I came home, I was heavily burdened, couldn't sleep for a couple of nights. And my husband said, "This this is really bothering you. And I said, it's not just only bothering me, honey. I, I know that God wants me to do something, but mm-hmm. here I am. I have no platform. I'm not even on Facebook. Uh, and I would consider myself as to be, you know, I vote and, and I, you know, I, I care about things that are going on in culture, but I was on an island with my family. Mm-hmm. And um, through a lot of prayer, the Lord just started connecting me with people. I was connected with an amazing woman by the name of Bobby Petray with Eagle Forum. Oh, I love and, Eagle Forum. I just well, got their endorsement, <laughs> by the way. You did. Well, they're yes. they're they're amazing. I got to tell you, this story was really funny, and and I, I want to tell you this story because I want it to resonate with other mommies that think they have nothing to offer. 
Mm. Uh, I was the least likely candidate for God to use. And uh, I certainly did not feel qualified. I didn't know how to speak the lingo, the language of politics. And I called Bobby Petray, who's the president of Eagle Forum. And I said, would you allow me to take you to lunch? I have to tell you what's going on in my community. And so she did, very, very busy lady. She's fighting uh, for families up on uh, Capitol Hill in Nashville every day, mm-hmm. passing awesome bills in, in legislation. But I take her to lunch, and I'm just, I'm just rambling. I'm telling her about the Drag Queen Story Hour, what's happening. And God bless her. She sat there, and she listened to every single word. <laughs> and then she leaned over, over her cup of coffee, and she said, Well, Mrs. Stockton, I've heard every word you've said but I have a question for you. And I said, yeah, what's that? She said, what are you going to do about it? Yep. And of course I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. You don't understand. I'm really busy. (laughs) (laughs) And and, uh, I thought you were going to do something about it. And and Heidi, from there, uh, next thing I know, rise up for the children. It's rise up number four because we have four children. Mm. And it's really a call to families uh, to to equip, uh, equip your family uh, biblically. And Pay attention what's going on in local government. Yeah. And um, that's what we've been doing ever since. And then as I stepped out, and this is really what's powerful, and, and, and this is what you have been to me and many, many other women and families, is people say, well, gosh, if she can do it, I do have a voice. I can do something. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, lo and behold, I had teachers reach out to me and say, okay, well, I know you're talking about Drag Queen Story Hour, but now can we talk about education? And do you know what's happening? And I'm like, well, we're in a pretty conservative community. And I found out that could not have been farther from the truth. Yes. And I love, I love that you're being so vocal about this because the number one complaint, and if you've listened to my podcast for any length of time, you know, I'm talking about this stuff all the time. I keep telling people it is in your city. It is in your state. But most of the emails that I was getting for the first probably two and a half years are people saying, well, we live in a very, uh, very small community, very tight knit community, very, uh, very conservative community. And the fact of the matter is the National Educators Association is targeting Mm-hmm. these little communities. They're targeting these small conservative communities because they know that they, you know, sleepy little communities and they have faith that the people there would never allow this to happen. But the Absolutely. reality is nobody asked you, they just did it anyway, right? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, in fact, my my town that, that I live in, we were voted the nicest community by Reader's Digest. And oh my goodness. Uh, everybody thinks, oh, this is we're so conservative and we have the best schools. We're known for people relocating here because of the schools. And, and within the last two years, um, uh, a, a brand new curriculum called Wit and Wisdom, I, t- I speak out about that a lot. Uh, it has I did a whole podcast on it. I know. <laughs> you, it. Did you? Okay. I, yes. I got to go back and hear that. Uh, yes. yes. CRT, even though we're in Tennessee and people want to say, but there's legislation that bans CRT. Well, that, okay. Well, I'm going to tell you that legislation has no teeth in it. And mm-hmm. we are, in fact, teaching critical race theory. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. what's been so awesome the last two years with Rise Up for the Children is to see all the mommies and daddies that are paying attention, looking at little Johnny's curriculum, uh, mm-hmm. calling the teacher, and they're, they're bringing them home, Heidi. Hallelujah. Praise God, they're bringing mm-hmm. them home. Do you want to start supporting companies whose products are made right here in the United States? Me too. And at the top of my list is MyPillow. I recently learned that MyPillow is so much more than pillows. And in fact, Jay and I decided to try out the MyPillow mattress 
and we love it. You guys, check it out because with my special promo code, you can get up to 66% off all MyPillow products. Go to MyPillow.com or call 1-800-447-0541 and use promo code Heidi to take advantage of Mike Lindell's special offer for the Heidi St. John podcast listeners. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Heidi, or call 1-800-447-0541. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I, I want people to hear, and another reason I love what God's doing in you, Tony, so much is that you're a homeschool mom. I am. And people always say to me, well, why do you care about what's happening in the public school? You're not even involved in the public school. Your kids are homeschooled. But the fact of the matter is, as Christians, we're called to care about everyone. That's and right. we should care about our children. And the American Library Association is a Marxist, mm-hmm. liberal, left-leaning arm Of the progressive sexualization, this activism that we have seen toward children. I just got targeted a couple of weeks ago by a ridiculous uh, website who, you know, called me out because I said, I'm not taking my kids to the library anymore. Mm -hmm. And the reason I don't take them to the library is because I'm not going to support them. I won't support them with my tax dollars. If I can help it, I vote vote every library bond down when it comes up. And I call them and say, I'm Mm -hmm. not going to support you until you stop pushing this garbage on our children. And that's exactly what's happening. So for you to see it, I just applaud you. What have you discovered as you have, so now you're doing, you're doing quite a bit. I read your bio. I'm so impressed Mm -hmm. with, uh, with your website and what you're doing. You've been speaking out about what's happening. What are you finding that what I, I guess I have so many questions, but what's the, the biggest shock to you in all of this? Mm-hmm. The thing that you were the most taken aback, what has it been regard to, wow, it really well, is here or it's hard to get people engaged or what is it, what is it that's really taken you, oh, kind of thrown you back? Well, you know what, um, gosh, all the above. Let, let, let me yeah. go back to your talk about the library association when I thought mm-hmm. that maybe this was just a, a, a random thing. Um, but yeah, we learned that this was rolled out. This was a, a very um, deliberate plan to roll out Drag Queen Story Hours across yep. the nation from the library. So that opened my eyes and I thought, okay, this this is a full-fledged cultural terrorist attack on our children. Yes. Um, yep. Let me also touch base on what you said about homeschoolers. I actually had a very dear friend of mine, and of course, I, I respect, she was playing devil's advocate, and she said, but Tony, um, I because I guess about six or seven years ago, I was approached to run for the school board. It wasn't a good time. We, I'm still birthing babies. And um, a a good friend of mine said, why would you even consider the school board? First of all, you're a homeschool mom and you don't have a dog in this fight. Mm. And I have often sat on that and just rolled that over and over my head. I do have a dog in this fight. Just like you said, as a biblical Christian, well, that, that, that's a pretty selfish statement to make to me that I shouldn't Mm -hmm. care about my community my children mm-hmm. play sports with these children. My husband's a coach with these children. We go to church with them. Why would you say I wouldn't care about them? Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, that 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 probably just lit more of a fire under me when I heard that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. to answer your question, what I'm finding is, uh, again, a lot of people in my community, uh, we're north of Nashville, you know, think we live in this uh, sleepy, conservative, nothing would, like that would happen here. And Heidi, when I came out, I probably had more pushback from Christian families. And I'm I just going to be bold. Yep. I'm just going to be outspoken and bold about that. And um, it hurt. It was a little, it, it shocked me. I was stung, you know, for a little bit. And then I thought, you know, Tony, they just don't know. 
they just don't know. And God has called you, you know, again, one of one of my favorite verses is Jeremiah 20, verse 9. His word is, is, is in my heart like a fire shut up in my bones. And I can't be quiet even if I wanted to. Mm. But with that, uh, you know, praise be to God. I've been, you know, the courage that the Lord has given me. I have seen more and more people take notice. Um, and I don't know if they were just asleep at the wheel or just didn't want to believe it. Mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't know. That's not for me to judge. But here's what I know. Um, over the last, I'd say, year and a half, I've seen so many families pull out of the government public school system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've seen more families get involved in their school board, their city councils, their uh, commissioners' uh, seats, and they're getting engaged. And that's... Mm-hmm. That's uh, something that I can I can be very happy about. Mm-hmm. It's true, and I love that you called them the government schools. Oh, you know, yeah. for a long time ago, you know, I've had friends who've been really. I mean, they were ahead of me in this thing. You know, uh, talking about government schools, and I was like, you guys soften the language a little bit. Like, we're not trying to hurt people's feelings. Like, homeschooling's not for everyone. This was, you know, twenty years ago, sure. about fifteen or sixteen or seventeen years ago, when I really started speaking out on the homeschool circuit. And a lot of people that I knew on the homeschool circuit were just, you know, public school is evil and blah, blah, blah. And so they were calling it government school, which was, mm-hmm. I felt like a slam. And I had a lot of friends who were in the public school system. And it wasn't until about six years ago that I realized that's exactly what they are. It is. The, the, yeah. the public school, it's like, you know, we say, well, you got canceled. Well, that's a softer word for censorship, right? But the real right. word is censorship. When we talk mm-hmm. about our children being abused, the real the real word is uh, that they're being sexualized. They're being targeted, but we don't like those. We don't like to use the real words because they're offensive. But Jesus said, I, I came to be offensive. That's like right. the message it, of the gospel is them. offensive. Yes. That's and right. so when you say government school, Mm-hmm. Uh, that's exactly what they are. And they're doing the will of the state. Well, and you know, um, and I, 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 I love Ken Ham. Uh, praise God for his ministry. I, I know you do a lot of stuff with Ken Ham. Ken yes. Ham goes even further and says they're atheist institutions. He's correct. <laughs> and and he, he is correct. Yeah, he, he is, is correct. correct because mm-hmm. atheism is a religion. And just like we've been talking about, you know, we on the podcast, I think uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about this, that, that, we were made in the image of God, right? The Bible says yeah. in Genesis, we were made in the image of God and the right. image of God he created as male and female. Mm-hmm. We were born to worship our creator. And in the right. absence of worshiping the creator, we will always gravitate towards something to worship. In the United mm-hmm. States, we've we've gone away from God. So what are we worshiping now? Government. That's that right. is what that we you know we're looking to the government to uh, obey and follow and, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, the, ma- the mandates and the edicts and whatever. And this is what you see being transferred onto our children and the sexualization. This is a huge deal uh, because in the next segment uh, coming up, I want to talk to you about this because the Super Bowl is coming up Mm -hmm. and sex trafficking is real. You know, I just saw a video last night, I think on Instagram, um, an undercover uh, videographer was just taking her camera and you could see these, these, uh, these uh, Mexican nationals giving young children drugs. Most of them were already passed out. I saw at least three or four little tiny children. Mm-hmm. Just compl- They weren't sleeping. They were totally yeah. drugged and just completely passed out. This is real. And we can't Absolutely. sit by on the sidelines anymore. They're grooming our children by using the words consent. They're teaching young children as young as kindergarten age what consent is. And the devastating reality is when these children, if they ever do t- say, 
this is what happened to me if they're approached by a pedophile, God forbid, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, if that case goes to court, then the schools can say, well, the child knew what she was doing because we taught that child consent starting at the age of five. And so she wasn't unaware of what that meant. And so parents who say to me, oh, it's good. They're teaching our kids consent. They do not understand the nefarious nature of the spirit of the age, which is in the public school system. Absolutely. And you are fighting against it on the front lines, aren't you? You know what, sister? I'm 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 trying. I, I I really am. You know, yes. You 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 touched on a hot button of mine is just the oversexualization of our children. I actually have a podcast coming up with Todd Coconado um, this Thursday where we're going to talk about Disney and uh, the grooming that takes place with Disney and the grooming that's taken place, uh, um, you know, through Nickelodeon and all all their different outlets. And, um, that's where all that, you know, it's, it's, it's such a slow fade, Heidi, as you know, Mm -hmm. and, and is it any wonder that America has found herself where we have just prostituted out our nation? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of it has happened in our own homes and, and, and we've done it. I'm going to say we've, um, when I'm talking about just the American family. And again, I don't know if it was deliberately done. I don't know if it was just, Hey, I'm asleep at the wheel done. Mm-hmm. But we have allowed cultural terrorists to invade our homes. And shame on us. Mm-hmm. You know, shame on us for not creating, cultivating a culture in our homes um, to, to to where they're more biblical homes. You know, hey, we're, yeah. we're going to look a little different. We're not going to look like the culture. And mm-hmm. and with that, because it, you know, now that my daughter, she's 10, Heidi, and she's had to lose some friends because now that she's growing up, and I'm preaching to the choir with you, but now that she's growing up, we've had to, she's had to sever some of those relationships because now it's, it's, there's such a stark contrast between how they're being raised, which kind of homes yeah. they're being raised in. Some, yeah. some you can see are being raised on Disney and it shows in their clothes and their actions in their attitude and um, just the over-sexualization of our children on every front. Yeah, on commercials, on media, on on books, on I believe there's a there's a lady that I, I love to listen to. One of her first books I ever got was called uh, Home Invasion. Her last name is is it Laughlin or no Haglin? Do you know Haglin? I don't think so. No, I forget her first name. But uh, anyways, someone put this book in my hand. And it's called Home Invasion, and it's where we've allowed cultural terrorists to come into our homes, and we've allowed them to come in and steal the hearts mm. and minds of our children. And uh, we've raised them on Disney. We've raised them on Nickelodeon. Of course, we haven't. But um, but hey, that was a fight. That well, was a and fight. This is, this is the culture. And uh, I'd like to, if you're willing, would you come back tomorrow? Let's pick this up where we're, where we're leaving it off today. I would love to. I'd love to continue the conversation about uh, how our kids are. Be- I love that you said, and I wrote this down, on every front. That's exactly what's happening. Uh, Tony Stockton, where can people find you online? Uh, Heidi, they can find me riseupforthechildren.com. I'm on uh, all the social platforms. We also have a podcast on Anchor and Spotify, but it's riseup4thechildren.com. riseupforthechildren.com. I will link back to that Thank in the you. show notes today, and we will continue this conversation. Thank you so much for joining me today, Tony. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you, Heidi. For more information on Tony Stockton and Rise Up for the Children, I will link back to it in the show notes today. I want to encourage you guys, when you hear about organizations like this and uh, moms and dads who are brave enough to stand up in the face of this cultural onslaught, which really is demonic at its root, at the very least, be praying 
for this ministry. And if you can come alongside and support them financially to do that, do it as well, because these uh, these ministries greatly need your help. You guys can get off the bench and onto the battlefield. Thank you guys so much for listening today. And I will see you back here tomorrow for part two of my interview with Tony Stockton here at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at momstronginternational.com.